you know what? Every time I think something's not working here, it is. It is, and we just need to get over it, and yeah. I need to stop whining and complaining. So it's either going to work or it's not. Okay. You know? Good philosophy. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. It's just like a tractor pole, just without all the mud and the tractors. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, I'm Darren. I'm Mike. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. This is episode 95. 1995. What happened to you two in 1995, Mike? 1995 was when Oasis released What's the Story Morning Glory, containing hits like Wonderwall, Champagne Supernova, Uh Roll With It, um, Don't Look Back in Anger. I love that song. Oasis were also... Great friends with you too. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used to work with a woman who thought the song was champagne tipping over in the sky. What the hell is that? <laughs> and I'm like, what part of that makes yeah. any sense? Um. <laughs> <laughs> with champagne tipping over in well, the sky. Here's another fun Oasis fact. <laughs> okay. When I saw Noel Gallagher open for U2 uh-huh. on the Joshua Tree U2. thing. Yeah, yeah. Noel Gallagher came back out at the end of the show, mm-hmm. and them, them, he, he and, and them. you two did uh-huh. Don't Look Back in Anger together. Good. And the entire stadium sang along. I've said it before, mm-hmm. and I'll say it again. If Noel Gallagher ran for king or whatever they have premier, whatever that is over there, he's from, he would, he's from Scotland, am I he right? He would win immediately. So he's from Scotland? Uh, England, I think. Okay, same thing. England, yeah. yeah. I think he would win. Like, it would yeah. be a landslide. It would be, they would, there would be election fraud uh, accusations because people would say, like, literally nobody voted for the other guy. Nobody <laughs> voted for Nigel. Everyone voted for Noel. <laughs> Nigel. Nobody. So now, wait, it, the, the band, it's Noel Gallagher and his brother, Jimmy Gallagher? No, no, no. no. Oasis was Noel Gallagher uh-huh. and Liam Gallagher. And brothers. Liam, okay. And so they split up because right. they almost killed each they other multiple times. They hated each other. They hated each other. Yeah. Uh, and Noel Gallagher started Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, Birds, which, and I'll quote Bess when I told her the name of his band, she said, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so... It's- yeah. It's almost as bad as the name as Chicken yeah. Foot, the and Sammy then, Hagar band. And then uh, Liam Gallagher started his own band called Beady Little Eye. And then Bess's reaction to that name was, oh, I guess High Flying Birds isn't that bad. <laughs> so. Now, which one was lead singer of Oasis? Liam. But Liam. they both sang. Okay. So all the talent... And I know I'm gonna. There's gonna be a lot of Liam Gallagher fans. Oh in our, yeah, We're our group flooded. out there. Flooded. We're gonna get hate Noel, mail at the wazoo. Yeah, yeah, Noel pretty much wrote all the songs. Okay. Now back off, Oasis fans. I know Liam Gallagher wrote Little Jimmy. Okay, I get that. Or Little James, whatever the hell the name of that song sure, is. Sure, sure. But Noel Gallagher wrote everything else. Did all the rest of the music. That's why when you listen to Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds albums, you think, huh, that okay. sounds like an Oasis album. Hmm. Yeah. So Noel sang most of the hits. No, no, no. Liam sang most of the Liam hits. Liam sang most of the hits. So okay. Don't Look Back in Anger was sang by Noel. Wonderwall was sang by Liam. Okay. Champagne Supernova was sang by Liam. Okay. Roll With It was sang by Liam. Okay. So which one of them backed out of the MTV unplugged? Liam. Liam. Yeah. And he, and he sat, sat there in the, back. In the crowd yeah. clapping like an asshole, <laughs> watching his brother... Yeah. Take the stage. He's like, okay, uh-huh. I guess we're just going to do this. Yeah. Because I remember I never had more respect for a band uh-huh. than I did. I was like, 
I'm really starting to like this because yeah. the lead singer is being a and the yeah. other guy's like, okay, you know what? I'll do the show without him because yeah. I loved the show. <laughs> I thought this is pretty good. Why yeah. do you? Why do you even need the other guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're both kind of jerks. Yeah. So there's different bands, and we've talked about this before. There's mm-hmm. some bands where if I meet them and they're a jerk to me, uh-huh. then I'll, you know, I'll just I'll quit listening to them. I'll be like, I don't need that in my life. Right. There's no. other bands where if they're not a jerk to me, I'll quit listening to them because you're. you're I expect you guys to be a jerk. Right. I expect Liam Gallagher, if I met him, to just stare at me and right. walk away. Like, what? What am I supposed yeah. to do? And if I try to, why talk would I want to even talk to you? I would think he would punch me, and I would be, I'd be one of the guys like, he, hey, he, he, he hit me. me. Yeah. Hey, Ma, he <laughs> hit me. <laughs> they once went on tour with the Black Crows, okay, the Brotherly Love Tour, because <laughs> the two guys, Jake and okay. Billy uh, Black Crow, hated yeah. each other. Also, <laughs> Jake uh, and Billy Black. I don't, I don't know their yeah. names. Yeah. On this episode. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, Mike? <laughs> we are going to talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Now, people may not know right? he's a character in Star Wars. He is a character in Star Wars. And he has his own, what is it, a six-part miniseries? I think it's six parts. Okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about stupid people who don't know anything about the Eagles who claim that they know about the Eagles. <laughs> and you'll understand what I mean when we get to it. Can I say something? Yeah. I'm going to ask you... At what juncture in their lives they're going to be put in a situation where they're judged for not knowing stuff about the Eagles. (laughs) I'm going to ask you that question. Okay, okay. okay. Hey, Winnie the Pooh is going to be Uh an (laughs) R-rated slasher flick. (laughs) Way to go, Disney. Letting that go. And the one other thing we're going to talk about is I have... A gem, a real gem that I was uh, talking about on Facebook, and it was described as possibly one of the greatest stories ever told about dealing with a difficult client. Okay. Yeah. Welcome okay. to Irritable Dad Syndrome. Welcome to Irritable yeah. Dad Syndrome. <laughs> Before we start, uh-huh. I was on the Twitter today. Oh, by the yeah. way, we record this show in advance. Yes. And we're actually, this uh, particular night, the episode that we're recording is going to drop about three weeks Possibly four weeks after yeah, we've recorded it's be on the 21st. Yes. Yeah, if so. you're listening to this right now, mm-hmm. it's June 21st. Yes. Yes. Unless so, it's not, unless yeah. you download it later. <laughs> unless you downloaded it later. <laughs> I was on Twitter today and I saw one of the things trending and it blew my mind. Mice are terrified of bananas and here's why. <laughs> Does anybody care? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. A few, a couple of months ago, you and I were talking about the planet that used to be Pluto mm-hmm. and all the millions and possibly billions of dollars that were spent yeah. in them deciding that it's no longer going to be a planet yeah. and all, everything else. Well, I've got the same gripe with this. Scientists spent just hours, weeks, months, possibly years uh-huh. studying why mice are terrified of bananas. Yeah. And it's like, who gives a flying <laughs> Well, Del Monte may. Is that, is that or, or Chiquita? Chiquita. Chiquita may. The Chiquita banana. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they don't want to lose the mouse audience. Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, come on. Think of how many bananas Disney could bring in if I Mickey know. Mouse just wasn't terrified of those things. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the smell... And the banana sets off a pheromone that okay. triggers that the mice uh, think comes from one of the female mice, oh. and that gets them anxious or irritated. Can't imagine a female making you irritated or okay. agitated. Okay, but I'm like, that's why. And I'm like, well, thank God we know that. See, I would have thought that it's because uh, what eats bananas, what's always hanging around bananas, which is the reason I'm not a banana farmer. Monkeys, tarantulas. 
Okay. You, you ever watched them? They, they're like tarantulas in those things, and they take them down. Huh. And the people that are taking them down off the trees or whatever, they don't seem to care. They have to watch out for they're the tarantulas. They're just like, yeah, yeah, and they got like tarantulas jumping and, and falling and crawling around. Really? And it was on a show I saw. Okay. Uh, Arachnoph- uh, Arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe tarantulas, I think they eat mice, don't they? Sure. The big ones. Yeah. So I thought maybe a mouse mm-hmm. would smell bananas and think that's tarantula Maybe breath. a mouse sees a banana and says, oh, is there a tarantula in there? Maybe yeah. a mouse sees a banana uh-huh. and says, that's as big as a sperm whale's tooth. Helen, <laughs> <laughs> run! You know they sleep vertically. Uh, they do, yes. With one eye open to keep uh, out an eye, eye out for predators. Open. That is terrifying. <laughs> but now, Floating in the sea. Scientists have found out why mice are afraid of bananas. If you're a scientist, mm-hmm. I want you to find out why cats are afraid of cucumbers and get back to me. <laughs> send us a, an email, a letter, send yeah. us a, a message, call us, whatever. Yeah. Go Sol- to irritabledadcenter.com and let us know why cats are afraid of cucumbers. Sol- I don't want you to do anything yeah. about it because yeah. watching videos of cats being afraid of cucumbers is hysterical. <laughs> but I do want to know why. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer. I'm Dave Lay, and I love coffee. I used to drink it black, but I was a different man back then. I was reckless and on a dangerous path to destruction. International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer helped turn my life around. Listen to what other satisfied customers have to say about International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer. Hi, this is Darren, and I love International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer. And if I'm at a restaurant that doesn't serve International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer, I say screw it, and I go get my coffee somewhere else. Hey, I'm Mike. When did we start doing our own commercials? It's like Inception? You know, like a thing inside a thing? But, all right, yeah. International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer is the bomb. International Delight Almond Joy Flavored Coffee Creamer. Available wherever quality coffee creamer is sold. Now, back to the show. Did you see Top Gun Maverick? We have tickets for tomorrow. Okay. I've heard that it's basically the first movie It is again. exactly the first movie, but better. <laughs> okay. Because a few months ago, we watched Top Gun uh-huh. on the Netflix. Yeah. And we watched it with the boys, and Libby and I kept looking back and forth at each other. We forgot how cheesetastic it was. Oh, yeah. Hey, my dick's bigger than yours. Hey, woo, look, I can take off my shirt. Woo. Yeah. I'm oily and I'm a man. Okay. Yeah. That was Top Gun yeah. with a lot of planes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, yeah. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is good. It opens up with Danger Zone. Okay. Does and it really? Y- yes. The plane flying in and then them putting the thing on the tires, them closing the, the hood. Yeah. Them. Uh, yeah, I love a, that Tightening stuff. a yeah. ratchet, tightening yeah. a nut. Yeah. Uh, the, the dude with the flags. And oh. then the sun coming down on the aircraft here. It's Top Gun. Okay. It totally is. Yeah. And Jennifer Conley takes the place of Kelly McGillis. And okay. And so, and then there's the scene of them on a motorcycle. And the only thing missing that wasn't in the original, uh, uh, I kept waiting for them to play Take My Breath Away by Berlin. And they didn't. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I- <laughs> doom, doom, boom, doom, doom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, well, that would be a good because yeah, we're taking yeah. the kids. I, I would yeah. tell Bess, oh, this is a good moment. We need to get out of here because yeah. you're going to see Tom Cruise slobbering on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cruise is great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish he wasn't crazy. I know. 
You know, I he's, saw because he's a national treasure. I saw a video of him and Oprah watching a, a rap, um, like a, a R and B, like uh, something. Uh huh. And they were like tearing into some all kinds of stuff, like going crazy. And it was like right in front of Oprah, and Oprah uh-huh. has this like this shocked look on her face. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is right next to her. It must have been in the Mission Impossible two days because he okay. had the like the long hair. Yeah. And he's just laughing. He's just grinning. Yeah. His Tom Cruise yeah. single tooth grin. Yeah. And single tooth. You haven't seen that? Uh-uh. The picture of Tom Cruise's teeth. Oh, let's, no. uh, let's put Tom Cruise's tooth on the pause table. I'll okay. come back to it. Okay. Welcome back. But he's grinning. His uh, Tom Cruise grin. And Oprah looks over and she just can't help. Two people. If you're in a room with Oprah and she starts laughing, you're going to start laughing. Right. You know, she's one of those people that's like infectious. If you right. see her smile, well, you start you, smiling. If you don't laugh at her, her goons will come and beat you up. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise is the same. Like when he grins and starts laughing, I just start laughing. I don't know. The uh, Letterman show. Yeah. When he was a guest on Letterman. Yeah. Talking about how they turned the oxygen off to the guy in the back of the plane. You remember yeah. that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could not stop laughing. I was laughing all the way through. I didn't know what was so funny. Mm-hmm. The two of them laughing together. It's hysterical. Yeah, I don't know what's so funny. I don't know what they're laughing at. Tom Cruise's single tooth. Mm-hmm. Somebody found this out on the uh, interwebs uh-huh. years ago. They, if you take a uh, like a head-on shot of Tom Cruise's face when he's grinning, he's got a tooth dead wow. center of his face, like uh-huh. straight down. You see how I have a gap and mm-hmm. tooth go here and teeth yeah, go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He's got one tooth in the middle. He does not. He does. I'll have to check that Once out. Once you see it, you cannot not see it. Yeah. And after you see it, every time he smiles, you'll look for it. We got a message from Scott Enos that says, try being a retired naval officer and watching it. (laughs) Oh, I bet the inaccuracies are through the roof. And Steve Farrell in there with Hot Shots. You know, I I did see Hot Shots Part D Uh in the theater, and I remember laughing myself. Silly. Now, and speaking of that, we'll go off topic for a second. Uh My wife is a nurse, and it drives her absolutely crazy when you watch medical dramas. Mm-hmm. And uh, because basically nobody knows how to do CPR mm-hmm. in any of these TV shows. And did you ever watch Lost? Yeah. Okay, we, we watched, watched all Lost. of Lost. Yeah. yeah, there was an episode of Lost where one guy starts giving CPR to somebody on a raft in the middle of the ocean. You can't do CPR yeah. on a raft in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. And she's like, "Oh, come on." You know, and and you know, that's where she lost it with yeah. Lost. The smoke monster didn't really bother her. Yeah. The fact that, you know, the kid was 12 here and then he's like 45 when he yeah. comes back, that didn't bother her. Yeah. The the locker combination, whatever. Uh-huh. CPR this is not real. <laughs> this is totally not real. So I'll get to talk about John Wick briefly. Okay. So one of the reasons why John Wick is so beloved is because Keanu Reeves is, you know, it goes through tactical training and takes it very, very seriously. Uh, I like Keanu And Reeves. I watched, a, there's a video of a tactical guy, an mm-hmm. expert, and I know that because the video said that he's an expert. And he, he talks about all the cool things that Keanu Reeves is doing, but not calling attention to that are quote, correct. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go into a nightclub with a single pistol and kill everyone in there, yeah. this is how you tactically do it correctly. You always go left to right. Yeah, so the always. only thing, me... Unless you're below the equator, yeah. then it's right to left. Me, as an idiot, uh-huh. I'm just amazed that he's counting the shots and he's reloading and he goes through the whole reload thing and does it all. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. And then this tactical thing is like, you notice how he angles his hand this way. He's doing that because it's a modified barrel, something, something, something. Sure. And I'm going through all that and I'm thinking, this is the most realistic movie <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Yes. This, they're going... Meanwhile... 
He's getting kicked through a 18, glass. 19 plate glass windows uh-huh. in the same nightclub uh, scene that I'm talking about. Uh-huh. He falls down, I think, 15 feet yeah. onto a wood and plaster mm-hmm. dance floor yeah. onto his back. Yeah. He groans. Oh, yeah. He, he's like, he, he grabs Damn, it and smart. He gets up. I hate and when that you, happens. You see the behind the scenes. Uh-huh. They actually had a stuntman fall onto a pad. Uh-huh. And then they had Keanu Reeves fall like two feet, which yeah. still, I mean, he's really groaning from some pain there. Yeah. So, I could fall six inches and groan. So I'm the mansplainer sitting there watching that with whoever's watching it with me, Sam. You'll notice that there's nine bullets in that type of pistol, and he fires exactly nine bullets. Uh-huh. And the ninth one, you see it go out, and a clip goes out, and he loads it, and then the person's listening and go, okay, yeah, I think he threw a knife through a concrete wall. <laughs> That went it went through two other people before it went into that guy's before neck. Before it went into yeah. the guy's neck, he threw it that hard because yeah. he's John Wick. I love John Wick. So I much. know you do. This portion of our show is brought to you by the Pontiac Vibe. It has more power than Focus or Neon, and now it's performance season at your local Pontiac dealer. Have you got the vibe? Pontiac excitement, most abundant. Now back to the show. So, what did you think about Obi Wan Kenobi? Dude, okay, the recap at the beginning, I loved it. I almost shed a tear. And I know this is going to be hard for you. Okay. I know, and I'm proud of you. Darren, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Why? You're soldiering through this. I am. I know you like the prequels about as much as I like open heart surgery without anesthesia. Yes. That's, that's an accurate statement. Yeah. So, I really do. I'm appreciative. I love the freaking recap. I mm-hmm. love the tone of the first episode. Okay. Side note, Ewan McGregor, did he have something done to him? Is did, it Ewan did you or call Ewan? Ewan? Is it Ewan? Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Okay. okay. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> what is it? Now I think it okay, is. Okay, all right. It's Linguistics Larry. It's, what is it? It's Ewan. Yeah. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Okay. All right. Ewan. Ewan. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Darren, you can edit all that out. Gotcha. <laughs> Ewan McGregor, they've done something to him. He looks like. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, he is a beautiful man. Alec, it was yeah. it Alec Guinness? Sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness. Uh-huh. See, like, he I don't, sounds like, he talks like him. He does talk like him, but I don't think he looks like him. Very close. Okay. He's got a beard. Uh-huh. And wrinkles. Okay, to, to throw back real quick to Top Gun, Miles Teller plays Goose's son in Top Gun Maverick. Looks I just swear like to Anthony God, Edwards. He looks exactly like he would be Anthony Edwards' yeah. kid. Crazy. Okay, back to Alec Did they Guinness. have the bald guy pissed off about buzzing the tower? <laughs> there was, well, that there's, was my favorite yeah, guy. Yeah, there's somebody pissed about the tower, okay. but he wasn't in that one. Yeah. All right. That was Tom Skerritt. Him him, and then the other guy that has hair with the sunglasses that's holding the coffee, and he goes, <laughs> and it shakes, and, ah, damn it. That <laughs> yeah. guy, too. That's yeah. my two favorite people in Top Gun. Yeah, okay. The yeah, tone, uh-huh. the the feel of the first episode, mm-hmm. I think they just nailed it. Okay. Um, I like the fact that you see Luke, you don't hear him. Now, let's talk about Leia. I love the actress, the way she acts. Because uh-huh. I know they're going for that. Is the word precocious? And I hate that word. That's the word? She is very penultimate She's and very penultimate. opaque. Penultimate and opaque. What yeah. I don't like is in the second episode, spoiler for, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already seen both <laughs> of these already, episodes you, twice. I think you've already finished the series. <laughs> <laughs> this drops yeah. by the time episode like three five comes now. on. Yeah. When she's running through uh-huh. the crowd, that annoyed me. Oh, yeah. It was like, okay. I wanted I would... her to get captured again. I wanted her to be tortured. Yeah. And I wanted her to almost die. See, that's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. I've chased kids. I've uh-huh. cha- I have two kids. Uh-huh. Charlie, we just let him go. You can't catch him. <laughs> no. 
wherever if he ever figures out that he can just go wherever he wants whenever he wants uh-huh. that's it yeah you know a kid running like her mm-hmm. i can barely walk right now yeah. i would have snatched her up within three seconds just zoom, I know. grab I boom know. i know. grab the bun oh, did she have the buns yet i would have grabbed yeah, i can't remember just grab her by the buns her, that's what she said back and say where you where the hell do you think you're going yeah girl the, <laughs> damn girl get back here you're not a princess yet yeah Sit down here. Sit your ass down. Yeah, sit your ass down. But Kenobi, I guess he never had kids, so he's just he's no. in shock right. that she's running away, and I'm in shock that like, he can't catch her because like, she's hey, just. Hey, what happened? She's just. Hey, what happened? It looks like she's shuffling through the thing like a zombie. It looks to me like a zombie going through the thing. She's going so slow. Yeah, I know that bothers me. I think I would have taken out the action scenes. Flea took me out of it. Took me <laughs> right the hell out of it. In the same way that was like, hey, should we should we stop this guy? Oh should we kill this guy? What do you think we should do? Yeah. I love Flea. Okay, I, I love, love Flea. Flea. I love Flea. Oh, man, Flea, he cannot act. Flea was in the Big Lebowski as one of the German uh, members of Autobahn that were going to cut off Jeff Lebowski's Johnson, and it worked because he didn't. He just had to be a weirdo. Yeah, when he's trying to act in this thing it didn't first of all he's not dressed like anybody else i kept thinking what is that an acdc shirt with a jacket let me tell you what are you wearing i'll put it in comparison Uh bill burr was a hundred times better in mandalorian than flea was in obi-wan yeah because bill burr had the thing of like immediately like is that bill burr that's bill burr and then so so what you're gonna use the force or something (laughs) huh what are you gonna do there huh you gonna cut it off what are you gonna do we get it we get it okay 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 stop stop acting like you're all special with with your lightsabers and all we know it's a big flashlight okay all right yeah billy it's with your force (laughs) i get it i get it i didn't hate it yeah i didn't love it and i was eh. the first episode I'll, i'll finish it i think it was still Maybe a little better than Boba Fett. I haven't seen the Boba Fett. Okay, thing. what? Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been. I've, okay. I haven't watched Spoiler it. alert! Okay, Boba Fett to me started out. I had a hard time following Boba Fett. Like, why are we making this guy into a hero when he tried to kill Han Solo? He tried to kill Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Okay, why are we turning him into a hero? Yeah. About four episodes into it, Mandalorian shows up. Uh-huh. Okay, then it got good. Okay, but it got good because Mandalorian's in it. Yeah, Mandalorian could do no wrong. First episode, I loved it. I felt like the second episode... I mean, they got to get him off of Tatooine, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Yeah. They got to have some kind of space adventure. I, I got vibes of, well, this is the Mandalorian with Kenobi and the little girl. Yeah. That's what exactly. this is. Exactly. Mandalorian's got uh, Baby Yoda. It is. It, it really yeah. is. It's no stretch. And, yeah. you know, the acting in Obi-Wan... Sorry. They're not going to win any Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Ensemble Cast. Now, it ain't happening. Huey McGregor is pretty good. This yeah. is the official review I gave. Ewan McGregor was the only person who knows how to act in this series, which makes it perfect because he was the only person who knew how to act in the prequels. I would say him and the big boss guy at the place that he's working that shoves the old guy Mm-hmm. And then ask uh, Huey McGregor if he's got a problem, if he's going to say something. Uh-huh. That guy was pretty good. <laughs> he was, he was pretty good. He, no, he, he was better than Watto, I'll tell you that. Look, <laughs> and I kept waiting for Obi-Wan to get arrested for stealing food, for stealing a brick, you, brick meat. If you want to instill terror mm-hmm. in someone yeah. with a character, mm-hmm. you make him a hillbilly. Yes. Okay, that's why Deliverance was so popular. Yep. That's why that worked. You got a pretty mouth. And this guy, 
a hillbilly in space uh-huh. out in the middle of nowhere. Hillbillies carving in space. off. What are they carving off Krabby Patties off yeah. of a fish? Is that what that is? Well, that was a, a gun gun meat. <laughs> so. <laughs> Was it gun gun? You could rip the ears off a gun it's, gun. It's one thing to have these like high britches British guys on the Death Star saying, uh, "Oh, we shall shoot you with the space laser." Yeah. It's another thing to have Roy yeah. McRoyers over here at the uh, Krabby Patty Factory going, "You got something to say?" <laughs> That's a whole different animal. That goes primal. You're from Tennessee. Well, you like know in, what I'm talking it's about. It's like in Force Awakens. She's like half a token. Half a token. Yeah. Half a blah, 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 blah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Give him a redneck accent. Yeah, throw no. some Billy Ray Cyrus on in the background. <laughs> knocks that terror thing up. <laughs> Just play rhinestone cowboy in the background. You're good to go. Irritable Dead Syndrome is proud to be associated with Newsly, the all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. For the first time ever, the entire internet becomes listenable all in one place. You can find trending podcasts from over 80 countries and digital radio as well. So stop scrolling and start listening. Download Newsly now. Just go to www.newsly.me and use this promo code. The number one, RR, another number one, then the letters T-A-B-L-E-D-A-D and receive a free one-month premium subscription. On this podcast, Mike and I are notorious for telling stories and leaving out the very, very funniest parts of the stories. <laughs> On this comedy podcast. I think it was two or three episodes ago I mentioned uh, one of my band directors, Vincent Dial, who passed away. Uh-huh. And I told the story about how great he was and how he played in the NFL. And uh, he, he was a giant. I mean, he had giant arms and and he yeah. was just a beast and he could lift tubas with his pinky and the guy oh my god he was huge i forgot to tell the story uh at band camp at the end of the week there was a performance for the parents okay, okay. and for whatever reason it was over 30 years ago i can't remember why none of the drummers showed up at this performance and mr Dahl was looking around like where is everybody yeah and so he's like screw it and he takes one of the snare drums and the snare drums have a, a harness that goes over the shoulders. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's a giant yeah. plastic harness. It may be bulletproof. His <laughs> shoulder muscles are so big. Uh-huh. This harness he wouldn't fit. No, it just it goes over his head, and and it sits <laughs> on top of his shoulders, right on top. It does not go over. It sits on top. And I mentioned that I played cymbals, so I would crash, and uh-huh. then when the snares needed, I would turn the cymbals sideways, and they would play them like a hi hat. Yeah. So I'm marching backwards with Mr. Dial, former NFL linebacker playing hi-hat and he is hitting these cymbals so hard i can barely <laughs> hold them up and i'm marching yeah. backwards just like hanging off from my life and he is just you know normally any other snare drum he's going just tearing it up yeah and i could not hold these cymbals up and i'm just finally was like i'm like you're killing me (laughs) he can't hear me over the snare drum and he's just just playing as hard as he could possibly play and so mr stites our band director when he heard about mr dowell passing away he mentioned this story and he said this is one of his favorite memories of him i'm like i was there So I'm sorry, I forgot to tell the funniest story about Mr. Dow. But there you go. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Tab. I think I'll have one right now. <laughs> now back to the studio. 
Okay, so you told me this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be talking about this. You told me this. Winnie the Pooh I is apparently a hardcore turning, slasher film. Yeah, right? they're turning Winnie the Pooh into an R-rated horror slasher film. Okay. Because apparently Disney let the copyright lapse or or whatever reason so they no longer own the rights uh-huh. to uh, like almost I think they own the rights to the characters but they don't own the rights to the story I, I don't know okay. but I'm like oh my god seriously Winnie the Pooh is Tigger boing boing slash you know well Tigger's gotta go oh yeah, yeah I mean Eeyore's gonna be the mastermind behind it all <laughs> oh I guess we'll just go kill somebody else yeah <laughs> <laughs> Piglet will be the one they kill right before the, the the first ten minutes, and then the title comes up. Poo. Yeah, yeah. You know, blood dripping off. And then you say Winnie the Pooh, and then it'll uh-huh. cross out Pooh and write, and then the movie starts. <laughs> no, what's probably going to happen is Pooh's going to get stuck in the honey hole. That's what she said. <laughs> that, that's, 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 that's that's we're already okay. R-rated. <laughs> You know how Pooh tries to get into his house. He's yeah. eating too much honey. He gets yeah. stuck halfway. In the honey they, hole. Yeah, they yeah. get stuck in the honey hole. What they're going to do yeah. is he's going to get stuck. They'll just cut him off oh. halfway. Wow. This podcast has taken a turn for the worst. Why did I put this on the rundown? The only movie that I ever started reading a book during was the Winnie the Pooh movie. Oh, really? Which one? The Tigger movie? Whatever one. They made a bunch of them. It was one that was critically acclaimed. It came out when Andrew was like a little kid. Okay. And I was excited. Let's take him to the movies. Uh huh. Um, It was like this weird thing. There was like a commercial for it where like George Clooney. Was, I don't know. He was in it. Uh-huh. He was talking about it. it yeah. Like, this is the most amazing rendition of Winnie the Pooh I've ever seen in my life. And then they have like Winona Judd and Gilbert Gottfried. All these different people are talking about how wonderful it is. What it's are you talking about? It's the most amazing Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And it was semi live action, but not really. It was like, it was CGI, but it was like. Ewan super, McGregor's in that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, it was like this big deal. That movie wasn't that bad. It was terrible. <laughs> I started. I had a Kindle. That was. I had just gotten yeah, a Kindle. You and McGregor played Christopher Robin. I opened up a book. I opened up a Kindle, and I didn't care if the light. I had a whole thing ready to say to the people if they're going to kick me out. Mm-hmm. Like, sir, you can't have a book open, and a Kindle open, and the thing. I'd be like, nobody's watching this. Right. This Look is America. He's watching it, but he's a kid. Yeah. You can't trust him. We're getting reports that uh, Tigger is still under copyright. Oh, yeah, from uh, Steve Farrell. Thank you, Steve. He's our reliable source, apparently. (laughs) Check, check, three, two, one. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Whoppers All-Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. Whoppers are packed full of flavor and guaranteed to be a hit at your next tailgate party. Get a ruler and measure it yourself. If your hot dog isn't a foot long, we'll refund your money guaranteed. So what are you waiting for? Get a family pack of Whoppers today. You'll be glad you did. Now back to Mike and Larry. I have a problem with people who claim that they know things about the group, the Eagles, but they don't. Okay. So when are you, you ever in a situation where people claim they know something about the Eagles? You mentioned last time that we recorded an episode that the Eagles did the theme song from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. And as I was driving back, it reminded me of three things. One, when mm-hmm. the Big Lebowski says, I told you, man, I can't <laughs> stand the Eagles. And he kicked him out. Yeah, well... 
you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah. Then I remember many, many years ago, I was, uh, remember when you used to have to go to a store or yeah. wait in, actually wait in line to buy concert tickets? Uh-huh. When I lived in Johnson City, there was a place called Cats Records. God, I loved going to Cats Records. Okay, they had everything you could possibly want at Cats Records. Uh-huh. So I'm standing in line to buy a CD at Cats Records, and this guy was in line in front of me. And the Eagles were going on their Hell Freezes Over tour. Uh-huh. And he was bitching, saying... I don't know why anybody's going to see this show. Randy Meisner sang all of the Eagles hits, and he's not in the band anymore. Who the hell and, is Randy Meisner? And, and it really, and it pissed me off, but I didn't get involved with it. I didn't do like you did with the dude at the U2 thing talking about <laughs> Octung Baby. Randy Meisner wrote Take It to the Limit. And he sang Take It to the Limit. And this guy says, Randy Meisner sang all their hits. No, Randy Meisner didn't sing all their hits. The biggest group of hits were sung by either Don Henley Mm -hmm. or Glenn Frey. Okay, then you have Timothy B. Schmidt, who did I Can't Tell You Why. And then later, later, much later on, did Love Will Keep Us Alive. Okay. And once Joe Walsh joined the band, he sang a handful of Eagles songs. But whenever they would tour, he would do a lot of Joe Walsh solo songs. Okay. 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 So this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay. And he needs to just shut up and go home. Okay. <laughs> and stop acting like he knows anything yeah. about the Eagles. Yeah. Now, yeah. flash forward 30 some years. Okay. The Eagles are going on tour again. Yeah. Okay. Glenn Fry passed away. Now? Six, yeah. Glenn, yeah, this was no last year. This okay. was last year. Okay. The Eagles are on tour again or were on tour. And Glenn Fry passed away a handful of years ago. His son, Deacon, is touring with them along with Vince uh, Gill. Not Vince Gilligan, Vince Gill. Vince Gilligan is somebody completely different. Yes. Right. So this woman on the Facebook jumps in bitching about how, you know, why is anybody going to see the Eagles when Don Henley is the only original member left? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like everyone else is a bunch of posers. <laughs> Joe Walsh and Timothy B. Schmidt have both been in the group over 30 years. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to just smack her and say, how long does somebody need to be in a group before you consider them a member of the band? <laughs> it's like, does she not consider Neil Peart to be an original or a member of Rush? He's the new guy. <laughs> He's yeah. still the new guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I um I don't care about. I know the you don't like one the Eagles. I, yeah. It's not that I don't like them. I'm just I'm indifferent to them. Yeah, I don't understand how somebody cannot like the Eagles. Name a good Eagles song. Life in the Fast Lane. Desperado. It's okay. <laughs> Desperado's okay. I like the word Desperado. I think uh-huh. more than the song. Heartache Tonight. I don't. Love will keep us alive. No. Yeah. I like Hotel California. Hotel California. But that's like everybody that, yeah, that's says the, that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like somebody saying, I love Pink Floyd. They led that wish you were here. And that's the only thing they know. Yeah. Take yeah. it easy is another great. How does that go? I'm a running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Take Four that want to hold me, two that oh, want to yeah. sell me. One, well, she's a friend of mine. Take, Take it easy. Take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own wheels. <laughs> Our viewers just yeah, went yeah. down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, are they there? Is they, this our last episode? Are they a rock band? Or they? Yeah, they're a rock band. They're not considered a country. They're a rock. They're considered crossover okay. because they're a rock and roll band, but they had a boatload of country influences. Kind of like Kid Rock. <sighs> okay. Yeah. 
Kid, Great Kid Rock is the new Eagles, is what you're saying. Is what no, you're that, saying. no, that's not what I'm saying. But, but but I will go as far as to say ZZ I top. doubt I doubt Kid Rock would have tried doing anything he did within the country music platform had it not been for the Eagles. Okay, I believe the Eagles were the first major, just like incredibly successful crossover band. Yeah. yeah. When did country music start using uh, the film crew from the Lifetime movie? <laughs> Lifetime Channel movies to do their videos. I don't know. As opposed to <laughs> normal. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. There, and yeah. I can't remember the girl's name, uh, a female country music artist. Think, which the, there's some song about her and, and, a, and a guy that she liked, and then they go out to the lake and swim in the pond, and then they kiss and something else. Because I like, like, I like okay. Johnny Cash, uh, like Hank Williams Jr. Okay. Hank Williams. I love uh, Lo- okay. Willie Nelson. I'm a ginormous fan of Johnny Cash. These are all yeah. people. Yeah, they but, are all people. And but the newer country people, and by new I mean from the '90s on, because uh-huh. that's you know, they all look like if they saw a horse, they would go, Ew. you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're or they would, right. or they would be walking I'm, through. My fingernails is dirty. Yeah. yeah. So if you're. <laughs> Make them walk through a cow pasture. Okay. Uh First thing is, all of these newer country people would be like stepping gingerly through the thing, making sure careful where they step. Mm -hmm. And ew, oh, the whole time. And you know where the real country people would be? Back at the fence because you don't walk through a cow pasture. Right. Yeah. Well, you do if you have to, if you want to take a shortcut when you're hunting. Yeah, they go around it. Yeah, you cross over somebody's. Yeah. Yeah. Or Or they look when they spit. Right. They, they know where the cow patties are, and then they walk right. accordingly. Have you ever stepped in cow? No, but I've put a backpack on top of a cow before. Here's a story. <laughs> okay. Hey, what happened? Now I'm I intrigued. Love these, I love Finally, these. something that's exciting. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> my buddies back in the old Proctorvillia, Ohio, uh-huh. every once in a while we would go camping. My friend Kevin had a house. It's... Now it's all developed back there, but for a long time it was a bunch of cow pastures, uh-huh. and then it went up on a hill. We would go up on top of the hill and we'd camp. Okay, we're still like if, if something happened, we'd be able to get back to his mom's house within like twenty minutes. But mm-hmm. we were far enough away that we could like listen to Ozzy Osbourne or whatever the hell we wanted to up there, and it didn't matter. We listened <laughs> to a lot of Ozzy Osbourne and the thing. Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. So um, was that like the ultimate sin? I had a problem, uh, no rest for the wicked. No, okay. So I had a problem with making it places on time. It would take forever for me to get to a, a place on time. If you told me to meet you somewhere at 8, you would just know that I'd find my way there by 10 or something. Okay. I was, you know, that's just how I was. You're a two-hour friend. Yeah. You have to tell them two hours earlier. So to you have there. to cross through this cow field to get up cow pasture, I guess, to get okay. up there. And I get to the point where it's well into the night. And I'm going across two cow pastures to get up to the thing. And I get a little lost because where we had the fire was just over a little thing. You couldn't really see it. You kind of needed to know where it was. Right. And I stopped to look around and I was next to a rock. I put my backpack on the rock. I start looking around and I hear the rock get up and I hear. (laughs) Well, it was about that time I got suspicious. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a normal. If it was just a normal moo, I, that would still scare me until I pissed myself. It was more of an annoyed booba when yeah. booba yeah. sleeps in bed with us, you know, uh-huh. and she'll will like I have to move her over because she keeps getting right next to me with her nose. She in does her a ass. thing where she yeah. just goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was that from a cow. Okay, and it was really pissed, and I didn't know what was going to happen. 
I didn't know if it was going to lick me, right. headbutt me. I don't think it's going to lick you. Kick me, smack me with an udder. I don't know. I grabbed my <laughs> I grabbed my backpack and then when you when you're right next to a he cow, he smacked me with an udder, which when, it wouldn't have been a he. When you're right next to you. <laughs> Well, don't assume the gender. When you're right next to a very upset cow. <laughs> Identifies as you know, a female cow. You you just run. And I ran through yeah. the cow. Now, I may have stepped in something then, but I don't right. remember having to wash anything off my foot. So. I, this, and I'm going to tell you a story. And, uh-huh. and this is just between me and you. We're going to you know delete this. Uh, but I was a kid. I was scared to death of cows. Yeah. I was scared traumatize the cows and my brother would make so much fun of me because i was afraid of cows but we would walk up from my house into the woods where we played all the time Uh and we'd always have to pass a cow pasture and all these cows ever did was stare at you but i was convinced that one was going to run trample me suck all the blood out of my body and then trample me to death (laughs) and then and then grab my limp dead body Uh by the ankles and pulled me back into its cave and then just eat do weird, on my bones. <laughs> me, eat my bones. Do weird cow ex- ex- sacrificial w- rituals. Yes, yes. Yeah. Every single cow was going to do those exact same things yeah. to me. Okay, we can go back to the podcast. Okay. Now. Okay, welcome back. That's how I feel about anything <laughs> in the ocean, by the way. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Crystal Clear Party Eyes. It's not a party without party ice. And it's not crystal clear party ice unless it's actually crystal clear. The way party ice is supposed to be. Have you been to a party where the ice was cloudy? How did that make you feel? Like a loser. Crystal clear party ice is really clear. And it comes in a bag. Crystal clear party ice. Now available in crystal clear, semi-clear, and the all-new opaque. Visit our website at www.partyice.com. And find out how you can win a million dollars worth of crystal clear party ice for your next party, wedding, or get-together. Ah, party ice. Back to you, duck lips. I think it's unnatural for a man to have the goatee, the hair on his chin, and not a mustache. Why would you do that? I can't get used to that. I just can't get used to that. No matter how hard I try... Yeah. We were watching The um, Blind Side with Sandra Bullock. Okay. Have you ever seen it? No. Good movie. Okay. Yeah. We watched it. We have it. We've just never seen it. Yeah. It was a really good movie. And one of the uh, uh, asshole teachers in the movie who didn't want to help the, uh, well, what's his face, the football player Uh do better in school, he had a goatee but no mustache. And I just wanted to smack him. Yeah. Climb into the screen. And I'm like, dude. I'm going to smack you if you don't grow out that mustache. That's one of the cool ways, if you're in film school, mm-hmm. to make somebody automatically dislike a character, give him weird facial hair. Yeah. See, or like Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That patchy. See, he's, he kind of, I dig yeah. it. No. Here's the thing. Yeah. Is the goat, this this is the hardest thing to, to shave. Right. And I think of this, the mustache is the hardest part to shave. Yeah. yeah. So why would you leave the easy part of your face there? Exactly. You're not Amish, and I don't want to. Is that what that is? Yeah, I don't want to offend any Amish people listening to the podcast. You know what I don't like even more? So Jebediah, Ezekiel. We're going to offend everybody. Sorry, Uh, the line beard things. Uh Do you know those little things? Yes, I can't. Yeah, I I know. I can't with that. Prince did that. That. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like he drew it on with a pencil. Now Mm -hmm. we ate um, in. This relates, so back off. Okay. There's a pizza that I love called the. uh, It's called Bessie's Revenge. Okay. (laughs) 
Hey, what happened? <laughs> Booba is not a fan. There's a pizza that I love called Bessie's Revenge by the Screaming Sicilian. Okay. It's at Kroger. Okay. You go to the frozen pizza section. Okay. And I've been getting it for a couple of years now. Uh, I pepper it in every once in a while, a little variety. Sure. And I made one tonight. That's what I was eating when you came in. Okay. A and, screaming Sicilian. Yeah. Uh, well, Bessie's Revenge. Bessie's Revenge. Yeah. Okay. And on the back, it has a huge uh, mustache, uh, presumably an Italian mustache. Uh-huh. And I can say that because Bess is Italian, so right. I can say Italian. She's Italian. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 punch out, and then you can stick part of it up your nose, and now you have that mustache. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> I look pretty good with a mustache. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. With just a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. If I had, well, if I did the, uh, you've seen Tombstone with Michael Bean. Oh. You know, you Michael Bean was the the Johnny Ringo. So you had Doc Holliday. Okay. That was Doc Val Kilmer. Kilmer. His big foil was uh, Johnny no, Ringo. No, wait a minute. Was Doc Holliday Val Kilmer? Yeah. I'm Neil Huckleberry. Okay. And yeah. then who was um, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell was uh, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. Okay, thank so you. So Johnny Ringo was the one. The big scene with him and, and Val Kilmer was when they were in the bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Ringo starts flipping the gun around like crazy mm-hmm. and puts it down. And then Val Kilmer takes the the whiskey cup and goes, like, making fun of him doing the same thing and yeah. puts it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Johnny Ringo has a uh-huh. full mustache. Yeah. And then this is all kind of unshaven, kind of how I have it now if I had a big, bushy, and full, yeah. screaming Sicilian mustache. Okay. So I may grow a screaming Sicilian mustache. I mean, I got to wax it. You should do that on vacation. Yeah. And come back with a handlebar. Yeah. I tell you, there's one there's one thing that really uh, is comfortable through. in the desert is a full beard, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. That really goes a long way. It keeps the sweat from dripping it, on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that I want people to just stop is we went to the pool the other day, and a guy gets in the pool uh-huh. with the, a comb over from hell. I mean, it's 2022, okay? The people for decades now, since... I don't know, the 50s yeah. have been trying to fool people with the comb over. I told you I'm doing that. Did I tell you I'm doing you that? You said, yeah, but when I, I retire. I'm but gonna, I know you're not really going to. I'm going to do it. I'm I know you're not. A, I'm going to flop yeah. a comb over over. Yeah, I'm convinced that you're not. <laughs> I just, I know you won't. Even if you decided to, I know Bess wouldn't let you and uh, Andrew wouldn't let you. But come on, man. Yeah. My buddy Chad and I both decided in our uh, mid 20s, we made a pact, like a blood brother okay. pact. Yeah. That we would never have a comb over. That when it got to the point where it was getting really bad, we wouldn't do the Rogaine. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't, you know, constantly. Now, now I've talked about why I wear a hat because it keeps my head warmer. It keeps yeah. me from getting sunburned. Yeah. I don't wear a hat because I'm bald and I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> I'm not. And so we always said that when it comes down to it, we were just going to shave it. And we both yeah. shaved our heads. Yeah. So, dude, if you have a comb over, just shave, just your, shave head. your head, man. Yeah. There's no, it's not like you have a disease. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. No one's going to. Bruce gonna, Willis and Vin Diesel paved the oh way, my man. They God. made it cool. Yeah. yeah. No one is going to look at you and say, I can't believe you've got a shaved yeah, look head. At you. Yeah. It's badass shaving your head. Yeah. People look at me and I have more respect with a shaved head than I ever have in the rest of my People life. don't, when they when they see this stream, they're looking mm-hmm. at it thinking, man, they must be talking about guns and knives and. Oh, and yeah. Just everything. Kick, and then kicking they, ass they, and taking names they start listening all day to long. It and it's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
This portion of our show is brought to you by Blockbuster Video. My wife has started listening to the podcast, uh-huh. and she's been uh, throwing her opinions in. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah, and like uh, I can't believe that you. We're talking about the baskets when we only have two baskets in the house. And why didn't you tell Mike about the time I did this? And you forgot so, to mention this part, and you forgot to do this. So you, you and then she say, says, I think that, you know, because she thinks that your wife and uh, my wife should yeah. have a segment, a rebuttal yeah. on our podcast. Well, here's, and I've told her, I said, look, anytime you want to have irritable wife syndrome, yeah. we will gladly promote your podcast. Yeah. yeah. Start your own podcast. Yeah. Do what yeah. we did. Yeah. yeah, and then before yeah. I left tonight, she says, "Hey, you gonna make fun of me in the podcast?" I'm like, "If I feel like it, yeah, 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 yeah." Something that's really gotten up her nose is some of the songs that I've picked that you know I think need to be retired. Okay, okay? and she started. What song adding, did you say needed to be retired that annoyed her? She kind of thought Jack and Diane was still a pretty good song. You know, Bess got upset about yeah, that too. Yeah. But we're listening to music on Memorial Day. Okay. And Phil Collins in the air tonight comes on and she goes, That song needs to be retired. I was I, I was almost gonna say that one today. I agree with Libby. Oh my god, you and I are it's time and to I was, let, and I was it's like, time what? to let it go. And, no. Yeah, I don't it is. see I don't think so. Yeah, it is. I don't think so. Yeah. In the air tonight, the mm-hmm. reason is mm-hmm. it's too long. It's like three and a half minutes long. It's like eight minutes long. It's not eight minutes long. <laughs> it feels like it's eight minutes long. It's worth it just for the, the drum, drum solo. thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They should just have. But I love the beginning of it. I love the cool keyboard part of it, and I, I love everything about yeah. the song. Still, I like I mean, the mix. I like, I like the, the f- way he. Mi- I like the way his voice sounds in it. I like the mystery to it. I like the fact that people think that he saw somebody get killed. People think that he saw a, a body okay. coming out of the a, no, no, a no. hot lava. I, I, I get all that. I get all that. It's yeah. five and a half minutes long. Okay. That's I what I that. said. Five and a half minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the part that everybody likes is four <laughs> seconds long. Yeah, and then just yeah. like okay, yeah. and I saw him do this live. Uh-huh. I was excited. It was yeah. his son drumming. I'd love the song. Let me put it this way: Okay, Schindler's List, I think, is a great movie. Yeah, I've seen it two or three times. Yeah, I have too. I don't know that I need to see it again. Right. I, it's a great movie, but I don't know that I need to keep seeing it over and over. I bought it just yeah. to. To, to have it, to have yeah. it yeah. and to because I know I'm going to want to uh-huh. view it again. And my favorite thing about Schindler's List is he made that movie and Jurassic Park almost simultaneously. Okay, okay. While they were shooting Jurassic Park on the weekends, he was on the phone, whatever, with his producers and everybody else, setting things up, getting ready for Schindler's List. Wow. Okay, so he was prepping this Holocaust movie while he was shooting a dinosaur movie. Okay. Wow. Night and day different. Yes. Then, while they were shooting the Holocaust movie on the weekends, he would go Save and, Private Ryan? and and no no no. Then okay. and they were editing the dinosaur movie. Okay. Okay. So while he's making one movie, he's preparing for this. While he's shooting this, he's editing that. Jurassic Park that year became the number one motion picture of all time. Okay, the best selling motion picture ever. Okay. Yeah. And Schindler's List won. Five Academy Awards, including Best Motion Picture and Best Director of the Year. Who else has done that? Yeah. Okay. Steven Spielberg's like, drop the mic. I'm the man. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs>
in the air tonight. <laughs> I have no idea what that's got to do with Phil Collins. And that wasn't even the song that I was going to pick this week. Listen. For, for the song that needs to be retired. I love Phil Collins so much. I've, I've read part of his biography. Uh, he's, he's lived an amazing life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to see him. Uh, saw him play this song. Thought it was um, it was entranced the entire time the song was going. So I love the song. Mm-hmm. It's just when it comes on the radio or something, it's like, okay, we all know the, where this goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know? Our first one where I... And it makes that, that episode of Miami Vice that it's in, yeah. it makes that episode. Yeah. It, it took Miami Vice from, wait, this guy lives on a boat with an alligator? Yeah. And yeah. they did what? They danced on a thing mm-hmm. and stuff? Yeah. Oh, Phil Collins. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is this song? It made Miami Vice be Miami Vice. And I can't remember the name of the guys, the the their brothers. Buster Keaton. No, their brothers, the two guys, and they're in their early 20s. Army Hammer. And it, stop saying names because it's okay. two people. Yeah. Um, But they had, they may still have. A uh-huh. YouTube series where they listen to songs for the first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they listen to In the Internet and they're like, okay, this is pretty good. And this is okay. This got a slow start. And this yeah. is, it's got a, got a pretty good vibe to it. And uh-huh. um, I, I kind of like the guitar. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Okay. What's he talking about? I don't yeah. know, but it's okay. You know, whatever. Yeah. And they have no idea. Yeah. And then the drum slow comes up. <laughs> oh my what, uh, did you and then yeah. like how did they do that you know four minutes into it they totally buried the lead and then they you know that's yeah. what i think makes that song so badass it's a badass it is yeah. a badass yeah. song not all the songs that need to be retired are bad songs i don't want people to think that well, that means they're right, bad songs right, right. well that's what it's i said about like jack and diane sick of this sh- jack and diane's a great it, song it's like uh what was it wayne's world they had a little sign in the guitar shop and you're not allowed to play stairway to no, heaven no stairway <laughs> yeah yeah it's a great song but enough well are you happy libby you got your way <laughs> <sighs> all right we're almost out of time but something that i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast I'm on a group on the Facebook called Eyes of a Generation. And okay. this group is full of that sounds all, very serious. Yeah. Well, it's a much more serious name than it than it should have. Because it's a bunch of old guys who've worked in TV 30, 40, 50 years okay. or more. Okay. Yeah. And they're always talking about three-quarter inch tape and back when TVs were black and white and this show had this type of boom mic and this and that. I and remember back when Jan Michael Vincent was playing cellos to birds in the sky. Exactly. Yeah. So somebody on Eyes of a Generation mentioned that he was editing a commercial for a client and they didn't like a certain shot so he hit control z and that shot went away and he um um accidentally put that shot back in so the shot he took out okay he inadvertently put back in and the client said i love it (laughs) (laughs) he said Okay, so he moved on, <laughs> and the whole conversation led into like, well, I had a client who wanted me to do this, and, uh-huh. and this happened, and this happened, and it reminded me of this story, which I was never really—I wouldn't say I wasn't allowed to tell, but I never told it because you know I worked at a TV station. Mm-hmm. I no longer work at this TV station, so <laughs> give them hell, give them hell. <laughs> I had this client who was extremely, and I mean extremely difficult. Every time mm-hmm. I would shoot. A shot of her. She would walk around, and I would have to play it back for her. And then she's like, "Oh no!" And then she'd change her jacket. She'd walk back, and she would with her right 
you know, shoulder to the camera mm-hmm. instead of her left shoulder. And I would do it again. Yeah. And she'd check it out and do it again and check it out. And then she, why is the script like this? And why are we doing this? And I'm like, well, this is the script that was written and you approved before I came yeah. out here. Yeah. So then you're rewriting everything while you're there. Okay. And then we would shoot for, for that. And it's like I said, everything was extremely difficult. We got into the editing phase. Okay. Right? I edited a commercial and I emailed it to the client. Now she had a go-to guy. Okay. Some dump. I can't remember his name. <laughs> <clears throat> I sent the commercial to him and he replies, we can't hear the commercial. Oh. I'm like, well, that's a problem. Yeah. That's and I good. normally never have people have this problem. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, well, that's weird. Let me, um, let me send it to you in another format. Okay. So instead of a, a QuickTime file, I sent it as an MP4. And I sent it to him again. We still can't hear it. And I'm like, are you on a Mac or are you on a, on a PC? And he told me he was on a Mac. I'm like, well, this format should work with yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe it's something within the email. So I send him a link where he can uh-huh. download it. Yeah. Still can't hear the commercial. Okay. And he's getting very frustrated uh-huh. at me because okay. he can't hear the commercial. Yeah. And I'm telling him, there's audio on the spot. Yeah. Okay, I promise you there's audio on the spot because before I email spots out to people, you I play them, yeah, you play and I, if I can't hear it, I'm like, well, I can't send a commercial that doesn't have audio on it. Yeah. Finally, the salesperson in charge of the client, she says, Darren, let's put it on my laptop, and I'm going to run out and show them the commercial. Oh, and I forgot to mention, <laughs> the, the, the woman who's very difficult, uh-huh. she, the original thing that I shot for her, she said, this commercial... Is uh, it's just way too fast. It's way too fast. Okay, we've got to slow this down. It's way too fast, and we're also I, I we're also this. forgetting that we do this, this, and these two other things. Okay, so we need to slow it down and uh-huh. mention these four other things. Okay, like how are we going to slow it down and mention four other things? <laughs> you have to speed up to include four other things. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that. <laughs> but this wasn't a person who would take no for an answer. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. was just really... Mm-hmm. And Mike, I swear to God, it took everything I had to remain calm okay. and cool and not lose my <laughs> with her. Mm-hmm. We go out there with the laptop with the commercial on it, and we play it. And they, you know, okay, that looks pretty good. Can we do this and this and this? And I said, yeah, we can make those changes. Finally, I'm talking to the guy. I said, I'm still trying to figure out why your commercial, why you couldn't hear it. And I would love to, you know, can I look at your computer and watch it and see if I can figure it out from here? And he goes, well, I mean, yeah, you can, but our computers, they don't have any speakers. What the hell did you just say? Wow. Okay. And I wanted to stand up. And just okay. grab him by the shirt collars and say, okay. are you kidding me? <laughs> they don't have any speakers. Okay. Let me say, they don't have any speakers. Okay. <laughs> and he keeps telling me yeah. he can't hear the commercial. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Because you don't have any speakers. <laughs> All right. You you reminded me of a story. We okay. may go a little long That's on this. Fine. You may go a little long. That's fine. So back in... Uh, in my uh, college <laughs> days at OU. Uh-huh. At I, the OU. The OU. Uh, I had a job uh, with the techno group, uh-huh. uh, the communication services group. Uh, so they were split up. They had the guy that did the at work with Apples and Macintoshes. Mm-hmm. They had the guy that did the IBM. Mm-hmm. And they had another couple of people that did networking. It was a small group. But uh-huh. they, did, they handled all the IT stuff 
for the university. Yeah. So I somehow I got with the Apple guy. Great boss. I was one of my favorite bosses of all time. He was just the most laid back dude. Yeah. He would listen to a, a, a we called him, you know, a customer. You know, we called all of them customers, even though they're like professors and stuff. Sure. We listen to what they're saying. Like, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah. And then he'd turn around under his breath and say, just turn that knob to the left. You'll blow their mind. And I'd <laughs> do it. And yeah. it, we was like, get, yeah. You know, like, yeah. So, so <laughs> So I'm I have a little bit of bias here. I am a PC guy. Okay. I can't stand Apple. I respect Apple. I love Apple. Most of our downloads are from Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. God bless you guys. You make the world go round. But enough. People who are into computers and PCs and stuff will probably understand. They'll 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 I think they'll be on my side on this. So the PC guy, mm-hmm. he had a toolkit that he would take with him. Because I went out on the on calls with him every once in a while, just full of little screwdrivers and pliers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he had another case that had like 30 or 40 little three and a half inch floppies. Remember those back when you had discs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they had like operating systems, uh-huh. had like all the different versions of DOS, a couple of versions of Windows. He had a couple of <laughs> CDs. DOS. I know. <laughs> and so when I would go out with him on a call, if my boss were on vacation or something, we would be at the wherever we were for like an hour he would take it apart he would mess with it he would clean it put it back together all you need to install this program install that program i noticed when i went out with my boss on normal days we go to all the apple calls yeah and it was like we wouldn't even oh is this the computer it's given a problem okay oh the problem is you've still got it plugged in we need to unplug it so we can take it back to the shop we take it back (laughs) to the shop we had apple manuals from apple Mm -hmm. of every problem that you could possibly have and after a couple of weeks, I was cracking up because they all led back to replace it, oh, like replace man. the computer uh-huh. or replace this piece, which requires you to replace the computer. It'd be a little flow chart. Does this happen when you push this button? Yes. Replace. <laughs> does this happen? And you say, no, it'd go down. Well, does this happen? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Then replace the computer. It would, yeah. And you, so the part numbers, so most of the time when I was dealing with these Apple calls, it was enter in the part number and I would let them know it'll be in in a couple of weeks or it'll be in a month, you know, but the PCs, we were actually fixing their problem. And the different school, I, after I was there for a couple of years, um, you know, working a couple of days a week, mm-hmm. I began to notice the different school departments, I got different calls. Never got any calls from the engineering group. The All the years I was there, I got one call from the engineering building. I got a call every couple of days from the art buildings. Okay. And I got a couple of calls from education and a couple of call, a lot of calls from, um, I'm going to get scripts. It's the journalism place. They were always calling. Okay. Okay. The engineering building called and it was one of my professors and he said he already knew what the problem was. He was just kind of bored. <laughs> Right, and he wanted to guess. He wanted to see what our time was, and he'd heard that I worked there, and he wanted to see if it was going to be me that came out. Right. So we just shot the sh- for a while, and I fixed his computer, and we went on. Uh-huh. The art department called every other day. Every other day, we were getting a call from the art department, and it was usually, oh, there's a problem with this computer. But I had one professor that kept calling because the TV, when they're trying to show a video, mm-hmm. was jumpy. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And then Dave, my boss Dave would be like, he say, take the van, go out there. We had a, like a van, take, go over there and, and see what you can do. I go over there and, you know, I'm looking at all the stuff and she turns on and immediately it's, I know what it is. I, it's the vertical hold. Uh-huh. It was turned all the way to the, to the right or okay. the left. Yeah. So I 
center it. She's like, wait, 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 wait. You've got it. You got it right there. Don't. What did you just do? I turn the this vertical hold. What does that do? Uh huh. It holds the the vertical, vertical line. Yeah. Here's the horizontal. Oh my god, it went weird. It went yeah, it went weird because I'm moving the <laughs> horizontal. This like, can you make it? Can you fix that? That's a new problem. Can you fix that back? It was okay before. Now you've broken it. Can uh-huh. you fix it? But yeah, yeah. And I get it back. She's like, okay. Is it going to stay that way? Yes. What if I turn it off and then turn it back on? Will it stay there? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. How much do? You, how much does this cost? Five thousand. Like, no, it was thirty. It was a thirty dollar charge. Uh-huh. We were thirty dollars an hour. Thirty dollars to show up. I was like, okay. it's gonna be thirty dollars. It'll be billed to the university. You know, I'll just go back. I'll write a report that we fixed it. Mm-hmm. A couple of days later, the screen is wiggly. I go back. It's the same professor. Oh, you're here again. It was working fine, and then the next day I came in, and it's just messed up again. And I turn it back. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. You what did you do? What did you do? I, <laughs> It's vertical hold. I turned it. You didn't press it. It's not a button. It's not a button. It's a dial. It's a dial. It's a dial. <laughs> I turned the dial. I'm back. pushing this. But I didn't press it. That, that's what I was doing. I was pressing it. Uh-huh. No. And you don't pull it. No, I don't see you pulling it. What? She was very... Why, why is she yelling she at you? She was very engaged and covers it. No, I'm not pulling it or pressing it. It's a dial. And you have it... Today, you have it all the way to the left. Uh-huh. The other day, you had it all the way to the right. Uh-huh. It needs to be start in the center uh-huh. and then adjust from there. And she starts writing this down. <laughs> and so I, I'm patient with her because this is like the second time that I'm there. Uh-huh. The next week, we get a call from the art department. Uh-huh. Dave is just laughing. Go, take the van. Okay. Go. I was like, I'm not, I need to take the van. I'm just going to walk over there. I walk over. It's, it's squiggly again. And I pressed the button. I pressed it and nothing's happening. Hey, what happened? I wanted so bad. Because you said you wanted to strangle that guy. Yeah, yeah. I wanted so bad to say, lady. Well, Hey, you were making money off this chick. I did I was this making guy's, money. I did his production for free. I was making money. But I wanted to say, lady, I have some very close friends uh-huh. that are in the art department. <laughs> And they're very smart, okay. and I love them dearly. They're some of my best friends. Dan was in the art department. Yeah, you are making the art department here look exceptionally <laughs> bad. Because not only did I explain to you this doesn't press in or out, uh-huh. it doesn't do that. The right. only action it has <laughs> is rotating. And you wrote the directions down last time. Yeah, yeah. And oh, you're yeah. still having problems. You know what? I would love. I got, I got one more. One, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I got called say, back there two more times. Uh huh. You changed the vertical hold five times. Oh, that's rich. I would love to, and maybe there is such a podcast that exists of IT guys just talking about all the they've had to fix. Because now oh, I will boy. admit, there have been so many times where I've called the IT guy and he comes in and as soon as he walks in the door, my computer is no longer doing what it was doing. But yeah. now there was one time where I could not get, I couldn't get the keyboard to do anything. And the IT guy actually got stumped, completely stumped. And he yeah. just said, I'll be right back. And he goes, and he comes back and he gives me a new keyboard. I'm like, really? It, it was the whole keyboard? <laughs> keyboard. And he goes, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> and he gives me a whole keyboard. But I will tell you this. Yeah. I worked at four different TV stations. 
I worked at ETSU for a little bit. I worked uh, freelance and uh, at, at two different places. There have been, I think, six different occasions mm-hmm. where an IT guy has looked at my computer and said, oh, I've never seen it do that before. Yeah. I hand to God. Yeah. Every TV yeah. station and two freelance gigs, I have done something and they've never seen it before. Wow. I don't know why wow. it follows me around, but it wasn't the vertical holes. <laughs> See, I'm a nerd. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a computer dork. Uh-huh. I build our computers. I mean, yeah. not this one, but the yeah. one upstairs. Yeah. I build computers. I did, had this job for a few years. So mm-hmm. I, it, I hate calling tech support because I feel like it's like I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So I, I'm not an asshole, mm-hmm. but I'm like, yeah, I did the thing. I did the thing. Yeah. I did the turn off. Sir, did you really turn it off for 15 minutes and restart? Yes, I did the. Yeah. Can you do it right now while you're on the phone? Yes, and, and it's happened mm-hmm. before. <laughs> I've been on the phone with them, and while we're waiting for it to restart, mm-hmm. I'm like, I've done. I mean, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be calling you if this was the problem. Yeah. And it comes back up, and sir, is it working? Yes, it's. It's I, I, I actually I learned to speak Klingon just so I could have <laughs> conversations with the IT department. But I will tell you, be nice to your IT guy. Oh my God, absolutely. They deal with that kind of the thing that I was dealing with the vertical hold. It just put me in a mood for the rest of the day. Yes. You get very (laughs) jaded. You just assume, you begin, you literally begin to assume everyone you interact with is an idiot. Mm -hmm. You know, you you think that when you tell them to move the mouse up, they're going, yeah, lifting it off the table. Like, no. But you know what? I will tell you, it's like a source of pride. When you have the conversation and you tell them what it's doing, and then oh, they look, you stump them. Uh, w- when yeah. they get stumped, and when they call the other IT guy, oh, yeah, yeah, when uh-huh. two come in, there, and they're like, "Well, what's did it, has it been doing?" It's like, "No," yeah. and they're like, "Ooh," <laughs> and then they look at each other like, "We need to call Batman." <laughs> it's like, oh man, guys, I think we've ran over on this show. Yeah, we've had a great week. It's been episode ninety-five. Before we go, we want to remind you to please go to irritabledadsyndrome.com and sign up for our emails. Yeah, go to our merch section. Uh, I'm certain that somebody's birthday is coming up. Buy them my uh, Whoppers. I'll be footlong hot dogs T-shirt. You'll be glad you did. And like I said, go to irritabledadsyndrome.com. All our previous episodes are on there. Oh, and what we've done over the past few weeks, if you've downloaded some episodes, you'll notice that there were some uh, commercials in the shows that weren't by Dave Lay. We've turned those off. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they began to annoy us. <laughs> yeah, they did. They well, did. They, they screwed up the They were mom. ruining the flu mom. and the flow yeah. of the show. The flu of the show. <laughs> They were. They were screwing things up, and I'm like, you know, we're making a little bit of money off of it, but it's not worth it if it's no. going to screw up the flow no. of the show. No. So we turned those off, and if you downloaded the show that had those on there, you know what? Just re-download it. Re-download the show, and then you'll have a clean copy of it. And uh, we, we did it because, you know, we thought, you know, we could make a little bit extra coin, and we could put that into the show, but it wasn't worth it. Yep. It screwed up the show. Yep. We're not so, going to screw up the show. We're not. Anyway, we thank you for listening. We hope to see you next week on Irritable Dad Syndrome. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. I hope the family of Casey Kasem doesn't sue me. I just read what they put in front of me. We'll see you next time. What the hell happened? Uh, This is what happened when the rundown goes to hell. (laughs) We need to get this show back on track. We do, we do, we do, we do, we do. I'm sorry that I agreed with your wife on that. Uh-huh. A, like a bread brother. A bread brother. Hey, we got a like from Steve Mann. Oh, wow. We got a little jumpy dinosaur. Sorry about the you, sound effects that come in. Yeah. That's our adoring fans. <laughs>
my son is 17, and he started wearing chains on the back of his pants. Okay. Because it's cool. Yeah. And I've nicknamed him Snow Tires. <laughs> Saul Goodman never had a cat. Why? The cucumber water. Wow. Please, please cut that wow. out. Wow. If you don't cut that out, I'm quitting the show. Wow. <laughs>